Welcome to today's episode of the Insurance Life and Everything in Between podcast. My name is Adam Bersan. And I'm Chris Smith. If you've yet to do so, hit that subscribe button so you never miss another episode. And if you love this podcast, don't forget to share it with a friend or colleague. We greatly appreciate your help and support. This afternoon, I'm going to talk to you specifically about some tips on appointment setting. But before we get into that today, like, comment, and subscribe so you can make sure to catch everything that we put out on a weekly basis. That's right. We put out content nearly every day of the week on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on if it exists, it's probably released. So right now, before I get into tips on appointment setting, like, comment, subscribe, follow. And if you're feeling extra generous, share this content out on any social media platform that you spend the time on. So let's talk this afternoon for just a few minutes on a few tips for appointment setting. So when you're setting appointments in final expense, or let's just say Medicare Advantage, Medicare Supplement, maybe even mortgage protection, there's a few suggestions that I have to make. Number one, invest in marketing. The more leads you buy, the more leads you build up, The more leads that you have, guess what? The more appointments you're going to have. Next, you get what you pay for when it comes to marketing. If you're buying cheap internet leads for face-to-face sales, you're going to have to spend all day dialing. Yep, that's correct. If you're spending money on leads that somebody else is going to get, that somebody else had before, and their cost is low, Well, the quality is likely low and the amount of effort you're going to have to put in to get appointments is extremely high. I'm not saying you can't get appointments. I'm not saying you can't get in front of people and you can't make sales, but it's going to require a boatload of additional effort. The leads that I purchased direct mail for face-to-face sales are expensive, but they work. And it isn't about your per lead cost. It's your per acquisition cost. And per acquisition cost, in my opinion, also includes the amount of time invested to acquire that client. So first, when it comes to appointment setting, you got to have people to call and you get what you pay for. Next, you have to have some realistic expectations. You're not going to set every single appointment on every single lead that you dial. You're not. Worst of all, if you have the mindset that you have to disposition Every single lead before you buy more leads, you're going to fail. Like I can guarantee you right now, if you buy 30 leads, direct mail, the best you can buy, but you say to yourself, I need to disposition and see, sell, or throw out every single one of these leads before I buy another one, it's never going to happen and you'll fail very quickly. You're only going to see a portion of the people that you get each week in leads and that's just the business. You might find them later on, the next week, the week after, the year after, but you have to consistently be investing in your marketing to be able to see people and keep that thing going. And when it comes to appointment setting, after you've called through them for a week, what do you think the odds are you're going to get somebody on the phone the next week? Lower and lower and lower. So in a set of 30 leads, let's say you buy 30 direct mail leads, fresh leads, exclusive leads. Leads that someone didn't have last week or the week after. You're probably going to set maybe, maybe half of those as appointments. If you're good at this, if you're not, it's going to take some time. 
And from those 15 appointments that you set, maybe, maybe half of them are going to be there. I'm trying to be extra realistic with you. But with those seven appointments that you do sit in front of, there's opportunity. So you're going to have to door knock the rest, look for referral opportunities, cross sale opportunities, and such. Next thing is when do I dial? Well, let me tell you something. Dial whenever you want, how all the time, some of the time. The time almost is secondary to actually doing it. See, here's the problem with most agents that don't eventually make it is they just don't do it. I mean, it sounds so ridiculous to hear and to say and to see, but it's the truth. Say, they say things like, well, when do I dial? How long do I dial? What day do I dial? Why do I wait? I should do just do it. Yes, there are optimal times and good times and times I'm going to suggest, but in reality, freaking do it and the rest will work itself out. So ideal times to dial, in my opinion, when you get your leads on a Friday, you dial them Saturday morning, Sunday evening, or both to fill up your Monday schedule. You got to start that week early. You got to start that week strong. And if you're not starting your week until Tuesday or Wednesday, you're not getting that 40 hours in like I talked about in the other solo episode. So you dial on Saturday and or Sunday for Monday. And I'm talking like four-hour blocks with breaks for lunch and dinner. I'm not saying all of your Saturday. Let me make that clear. So you set your appointments on Saturday or Sunday or both for Monday. You'll have a full Monday. You'll write some business. You'll start that week strong. What I also like to do is dial between 630 and 8.30 in the evening for the next day. What does that do? That gives you the opportunity to put some appointments on the books for tomorrow, but also work the whole day before that. If you're working good leads, you really don't need an entire dialed day. You need a few hours to set the next day. Here's another idea. Same day appointments, same day sits. You get on our training call at 9 a.m. Eastern. Call ends at around 9.30 9.30 to 10.30, you bang out some dials in the area you're going to work. Like let's say you're going to go work an hour from home. Great idea. You leave the house at 8, at 8 a.m. You get into the area by 9 a.m. You listen to our training so you know what to do for the day. 9.30, dial from 9.30 to 10.30. Run those appointments from 10.30 to 6.30. Next thing you want to consider is setting your appointments in an areas that make sense. You want to make sure when you're dialing these leads, you're not dialing leads in an illogical geographic way, like all over the place. It's not going to do you any good. Make sure you're dialing in areas that allow you to travel as strategically as possible. Next thing on the list is, again, the script is secondary to the action. There is plenty of different ways you can say this, plenty of different scripts that work, but none of them work if what? If you don't do it. So the script is secondary to the action. What else do we have here? The more leads you buy, last thing I'm going to leave you with, the more leads that you buy, the more that appointment setting gets easier. I could walk out to my Jeep right now, go into this little bin that I have all my leads in, not all my leads, really just a portion of the leads I have over the course of eight years. And I have hundreds, if not a thousand leads just in the trunk of my car. And with that volume of leads, I guarantee you, if I needed to set appointments for a full day tomorrow, I could do it. 
It's just the volume, the repetition, and the consistency in investing in my business that affords me that level of safety. So real quick, remember, almost doesn't matter what you say if you don't do it. I'll give you some content on what to say a little bit later. Invest all the time, work, dial, and the rest will work itself out. This business is really designed for people that want to put as much effort in as possible and the results will come. There's no shortcuts. There's no cutting corners. There's no easier way to do it. If there was an easier way, corners to cut and quicker ways to do it, we wouldn't have this opportunity to make the amount of money that we do in this business. So like, comment, subscribe, and share or follow so we can continue to bring this content and grow the audience of those that watch what we do. And this concludes another episode of the Insurance Life and Everything in Between podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe, share with a friend or colleague. And if you have any comments or suggestions for future episodes, please leave those too. Any input is greatly appreciated. Thank you.